because radio reaches people, including those hard-to-get young people. Radio goes where they go and talks their language, recognizing the importance of contemporary sound. And the sounds are instantly recognizable as belonging to the in-groups currently on top of the charts. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. It's wild. FM CITR here in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and the show is Stereoscopic Rito, bringing you a psych music or psychedelic music, garage rock, freak beat, acid punk, folk rock, prog, and other musically and socially relevant artifacts from 1965 to today. And tonight's show is kind of a request show. Um, something that I've been doing this year has been formatting shows. Doing we've done three parts. Three parts, so sorry, two parts. On Vancouver, 65 to 71, we've done Australia, 65 to 71. We've done Boston, 65 to 70, 65 to 69, anyway. Um, and tonight's show is kind of by request. Um, a f- Regular listeners asked me, uh, or asked me a while ago, if I was ever going to do Ontario. And tonight is Ontario, 65 to 71, part one. And that, uh, what you just heard was um, kind of a, uh, it's not the rarest single in Canadian uh, music history. Um, In fact, it's a single that was never released at the time it was recorded, but it's by a 
legendary band, and I do mean that, you know, that word gets overused, but this is, you're not going to believe the people who are in this band. The band, of course, is the Mina Birds, and band based out of Toronto, featuring most notably Rick James. Uh, yes, super freak Rick James. Um and some other unsavory things that he did during the 1980s, which he's or in the 1990s, which he spent time in prison for, uh, uh, passed away in 2004. That band featured also, although not on that recording, Neil Young. Uh, I think the only the only song that they actually released in Canada with Neil Young in the band was the Minor Birds song, um, or was it? Yeah, it was a Minor Birds song backed with the Minor Birds hop. Uh, That band also featured Bruce Palmer on bass, Neil Young and Bruce Palmer after Rick James, because Rick James was a uh, U.S. Navy deserter when he was in Toronto from 64 through to 60, at some point anyway, he he got busted by the FBI. And... When Nick Rick James was busted and sent back to serve some time in feder- in prison in the states for being a deserter, uh, Palmer and Neil Young would go south and hook up in Los Angeles with Stephen Stills and form Buffalo Springfield. But as if that wasn't enough. Um, the guy's name eludes me at the moment, but you're going to be hearing from him later on in the show. Uh, the drummer would go on to form a super cool band called the Liverpool Set. And also, um, the original bass player whom Bruce Palmer replaced was Nick St. Nicholas, who would go on to or actually would be traded to Jack London and the Sparrows, which would then become excuse me, John Kay and The Sparrow, which would then become Steppenwolf. But we're going to be hearing from them also later on in the show. Uh, But yeah, The Minor Birds with It's My Time. And that was recorded uh, to be a single on Motown in 1966. However, uh, following Rick James's legal troubles, it was uh, the single was and the album that was supposed to accompany it were, were shelved. But we are looking at Ontario. Um, it was going to be Toronto 65 to 71, but there's a lot. I mean, you're talking about Southern Ontario. There were bands all over the place at the time, and uh, it would be it would be unfair to ignore. Um, Ignore many of them, especially the bands in the Ottawa area who flew the Sir John A. Records flag, and we're going to be hearing from them in a bit. But first, yeah, there we go. But first, we're going to hear some more things from Toronto in '66. This is D and the Yeoman. Yeah. 
22nd, Seattle versus Vancouver International Kickball Championship. Massive block party at Robson Park, 13th and Carolina in East Vancouver. With local bands, foreign lovers, and elephant train. Free. Block party starts at noon. Kickball, 3 p.m. Bring your own blanket. The most important game of your life. Be there.
And we are back on a stereoscopic readout and our look at Ontario 1965 to 1971, part one this evening. Um, so you've been listening to a few bands from Toronto and from, well, I guess, uh, northern northern Ontario as well. Uh, started that set with D and the Omen with Baby It's All Worthwhile and followed that with the Ardells and Piece of Jewelry. Um, both were Toronto bands. Both released those songs in 1966. Um, the Ardells track, Piece of Jewelry, actually is available on a rather fascinating uh, compilation, which I think is download only. Um... I'm not aware if it is avail- available as a series, but uh, what I gathered on the internet is that it is actually a download-only uh, compilation, so go look for that called Wild Canada, and that is spelled W-Y-L-D. Although if somebody out there knows that it is in fact um, a legitimate somebody trying to make money, um by put, like a record label putting that out uh please let me know um because i'd like to put credit where it's due however do not buy this compilation off um, ebay because it may be a download only and if you're buying it off ebay you're getting hosed you hoser um followed the ardells with two tracks by sue st marie's those rogues actually the a and b side of a 1967 single by them which you can find on garagehangover.com, who um, Garage Hangover is actually been an in, in, indispensable tool as far as um, this show is concerned over the years. And they've just also done a couple of really important articles, one on Three's a Crowd, who you'll probably be hearing in part two, and on Luke and the Apostles, um, which you'll be hearing later on in this show. The article being written also by... Um, the guy's name eludes me. I'm sorry about that at the moment. I will find out. But he wrote a book called Before the Gold Rush, which kind of irked me at the time when I read it because it bills itself as being a history of Canadian rock and roll. Um, what it, if, in fact, is is a history of Toronto rock and roll with the occasional mention that there were sort of other bands in Canada, which really, really pissed me off because um, obviously being into Vancouver's very very rich heritage of garage and garage rock and psychedelia in the late 60s barely gets any mention at all uh in comparison to what you hear in the book but if you are interested in hearing about um toronto's music scene in those days by all means track it down because it is packed with tons of information uh followed those rogues with the threads of fiber uh as best i can i can ascertain their toronto band recorded that song mama in 1967 and then finished with uh sue saint marie's the amen with peter zeus which was the b-side to carnivals and cotton candy which kind of makes me wonder if that was inspired the title of that song might have been inspired by orange skies by love but that's open speculation and Threads of Fiber, The Amen, and Those Rogues are all available on garagehangover.com with press clippings from back in the day. Um, now, I mentioned at the top of the show that I was also going to concentrate on a quite a neat scene that um, Ottawa had going on at the same time. And if you can track down a compilation called Ottawa Rocks, the Sir John A. Years 
ooh, it's good. Uh, lots of good stuff on that, and we're going to be hearing lots of it in this set. Uh, f- starting off with Don Norman and the other four. This is Low Man, and uh, yeah, you should be familiar with it if you listen to the show regularly.
CITR 101.9 FM brings you Computer Club. Friday, August 21st, midnight until late at the Woods, second in Ontario. With DJs Jules Andre Brown, Brad Winter, and Swaption, Ubuntu Systems, and visuals by Jeff Vincent. Come early before it runs out. Party starts at 12. Uh, when you experiment with cut-ups over a period of time, you find that some of the cut-ups seem to refer to future events. Well, we went on to exploit the potentials of the tape recorder. Now, back to modern times. Tapes, tapes, tape recorders. Cut up, slow down, speed up, run backwards, inch the tape. That means uh, working back and forth across the tape head. Hey, girl. Move a little closer. Play several tracks at once. Uh, cut back and forth between two recorders. Copyright infringement. Infringement. Copyright infringement. Oh, no, I pressed the wrong button again. So cut-ups put you in touch with what you know and, and do not know that you know. Exquisite Corpse, Thursday, 7.30 to 9 p.m. on the mighty CITR Radio, 101.9, Vancouver. This is not all rock and roll, dude.
yours not too long ago you try to forget her but the pain will still grow it's happened before the very same way
Stereoscopic readouts look at Ontario 1965 to 1971, part one here on 101.9 FM CITR. And that was sort of the um, Ottawa region segment of the uh, show tonight. Uh, started off with two tracks by Don Norman and the other four. Uh, you heard Low Man off the top and then Your Place in My Heart. Uh, Heart was next, not the one from Seattle, obviously, but uh, no, there was obviously another one in the Ottawa area around that time. And we're talking about 66 to 67 here with Help Me Down. Uh, Eastern Passage with Love is Gone, and then you heard The Eyes of Dawn and Ignorance and Hardship. And then the last track you heard was a band called The Paper Dream covering Small Faces with My Mind's Eye. Um, speaking of covers, obviously covers in those days were doing a cover. wasn't a dirty word in those days. In fact, a lot of bands were almost entirely cover bands and that's, you know, we like to sort of poo poo the idea of, um, the, like the tribute band format or the cover band format, but that was kind of the bread and butter of the live music service uh, circuit in those days, because, you know, this kind of predates the days of, uh, DJs and, uh, spinning tunes in a club uh, where you'd go to dance. It was uh, mostly live music, and of course, uh, there were large, large um, numbers of uh, songs which were considered standards. Um, And of course, in Canada, being part of the British Empire, not unlike Australia, which you can go to www.citr.ca and download the podcast of the three-hour special I did on Australia, 65 to 70. Um... Not unlike Australia and New Zealand, of course, lots of British expats in Canada, lots of kids with relatives in England getting their grubby mitts on whatever was hot on the British charts at the time and learning how to play it forthwith. Now, I mentioned earlier the book Before the Gold Rush. Still haven't got the guy's name yet because I've been gabbing with Bleak. He's here. He's on at 7.30 with Exquisite Corpse, as he is every night. Um... It's a good sort of rundown of what happened in Toronto in the 60s and kind of um, it's been a while since I've read the book so I'm kind of going off memory here but it does actually give justice to Ronnie Hawkins coming to Canada with Levon Helm his drummer and forming a new band The Hawks to back him up that band The Hawks featuring such people as Rick Danko. Garth Hudson and Robbie Robertson, amongst others, would go on to back Dylan on his electrified tour of Britain in 1966. And after uh, Dylan's temporary retirement from music in 67 through 68, he, uh, or sorry, they would um, form the band The Band, whom you're all familiar with. Um, it does actually go on to about, it actually gives a good overview of the club scene in Toronto at the time. And, um, 
I mean, obviously, if you're going to talk about, you know, the late 60s in Toronto, the epicenter was Yorkville Village. It was kind of like the Sunset Strip in L.A. It's actually a good, if you want to have a good analogy, Toronto kind of played Los Angeles to Vancouver's San Francisco in those days. York, The whole Yorkville Village area, which is actually now a really upscale gentrified shopping district where you can shop for Prada and all that crap. Um was wall-to-wall coffee shops, head shops, live music venues, etc. And we're going to be getting into that a little bit more in part two, which should be next week if my work schedule permits me to come in. Um, yes, I'm working again, actually, if you're out there listening and wondering if I'm still unemployed. No, I'm not still unemployed. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. But, um, yeah, talk about Toronto. Uh, actually, because it, it really has to be acknowledged that Toronto back then, as it still is today, was the focal point of Canada's media industry, and actually more so then than today. But it was sort of like it's oh god, how do you how do you put this? It's it, it's a good it, it it bears mentioning that you know there was like the Toronto local scene, the local Toronto bands. There were bands from all over Canada coming to Toronto to make it in the music industry, and they were talking about bands like the Guess Who came to Toronto, Neil Young came to Toronto to make it, make a go of it. Um, Joni Mitchell kind of passed through Toronto before heading off to Detroit and then Greenwich Village, and so on and so on. Uh, but there was a very important local toronto scene and we're talking about you know bands like the poppers luke and the apostles the ugly ducklings who we're all going to be getting to in either this show and or the next show and of course touring bands the beatles the rolling stones any band that was touring especially from britain would pass through toronto so it was this interesting mix of the local and the international not unlike los angeles around that time but back to uh, where are we going here? Ah, yeah, that's it. Uh, speaking of local bands, uh, the Poppers, who are probably going to feature more prominently in part two. But I'm going to start you off with one of their early singles. Mm-hmm. What have I done here? Yes, this is from 1965. If I told my baby. Thank you. 
myself the half past eight Before I left my bed My night's gone And thoughts of you Keep clouding up my head Listen here It ain't too late To take back what I said Why ain't you Like people in Those books that I have read Can't let you go Cause I still love you
stereoscopic readouts look at ontario 65 to 71 and that was a toronto set oh, actually sort of a toronto and st Catharines got wedged in there too um started with the Brit- uh, sorry, with toronto's the poppers from 1965 and if i told my baby um they would later go on to fame in 67 after wowing the audience at the calf Cafe Wa. I don't think it was Cafe Wa. Maybe it was by apparently quote unquote allegedly blowing the Jefferson airplane off the stage in front of Bob Dylan's manager Albert Grossman, who then proceeded to manage them, um, got them a place on the bill at the Monterey Pop Festival in '67. But they did not do very well at that festival, and. Their bassist, Danny Gerard's drug problems would get the better of them later in the year, although they would last into 1968 and record a second album, which we will be getting to in part two, hopefully. Um, f- continued with The Stitch in Time, actually a band from Halifax who relocated to Toronto and a cover of The Beatles, Got to Get You Into My Life, apparently recorded to justify the rather 
hefty uh, fee they commanded on the uh, Southern Ontario live music circuit. Uh, they were signed by Yorkville Records, who had high hopes for them, but uh, that was actually the only single they ever got around to recording, and we will be hearing from another band that Yorkville had a lot of hopes for in 67 as well, who did marginally better than the stitch in time. Um, after that, we heard St. Catharines, Ontario's The British Mod Beats doing a cover of, oh, God, what's that band? Spencer Davis Group, Somebody Help Me. Uh, Liverpool set was next, and I mentioned earlier there was more fallout from that band, the Minor Birds. Uh, their drum, original drummer, Kent Dobney, um, went on to form the Liverpool set in 66 or 67. You heard 17 years to the end. And Luke and the Apostles with Ben Burnt, that was actually, it could have been one of the better-known Toronto acts of that period, having wowed uh, Electra producer Paul Rothschild. Um, you know, Obviously, you know that name from working with The Doors. Caught them at the Purple Onion in Toronto in 66 and was so excited he phoned up Jack Holtzman of Electra Records and had Luke Gibson, the frontman, sing that song down the phone to Los Angeles to him as an audition. Uh, Luke Gibson would eventually go on to play with Kensington Market later in 1967 and then reforming Luke and the Apostles later on in the decade. Um, Also, sorry. I've lost something here. What am I looking at? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at here. Mike McKenna of the band would also go on to form... um, Something of a cult group, um, a band that did better on the festival circuit in Europe, uh, Mendelssohn McKenna Mainline, which was more of a uh, jam sort of oriented guitar band. Um, The last song you heard also was A Passing Fancy with I'm Losing Tonight. Uh, Most notable piece of trivia about them was that it featured one Jay Telfer who'd go on to form uh, sort of an FM radio favorite uh, Foot in Cold Water if you're familiar with the uh, Rock 101 playlist you'll probably be familiar with that song uh, Make Me Do Anything You Want anyway coming up on what are we at here 6 minutes past 7 uh, 7.30 Bleak is in as always with Exquisite Corpse. Uh, ben is in at 9 with Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. That goes 9 to 11 when Linus takes over with Hypnotic Groove. And then at midnight, Pierre takes over for six hours of oral tentacles until the wee hours of the morning. Uh, we still have... Ooh, we've got a fair amount of ground to cover here. Why is that still playing? <laughs> uh, I... That's not right. Okay, there we go. Uh, as I mentioned, Yorkville Records out of Toronto had high hopes for a second band, and that band was The Quiet Jungle, who had released two singles on Yorkville in 1967. This was their probably their most successful ship of dreams, backed with everything. Um, it's actually quite, uh, quite a Jekyll and Hyde single, as you're going to hear. We're going to start with the B-side. This is... The Quiet Jungle with everything. Hey! A 
woman or you think that you finally got everything But pain and sorrow is all a bad love brain There are lots of things in life I've changed So many, many more I'd really bring So I pretend when all I do is lose Follows you every place you go. It doesn't matter because you don't know.
You grew in 
I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Trapped 
1968 release Christopher's movie matinee that was yet another one of these bands that you probably haven't heard of but was a launching pad for at least one fairly important Canadian performer that particular track Gnostic Serenade um, arguably the best track on the album features the duet with frontman David Whiffen and singer donna warner but also from that album features the participation although he wasn't a an, an original member one bruce coburn 
anyway, we're coming into the home stretch of the show for this week, and just going to quickly run down what I started with uh, two tracks by The Quiet Jungle, the A and B side of their first Yorkville Records single in 1967, Ship of Dreams being the A side, and that was the second song we heard. We started with the B side, Everything, which also features on the ARF ARF compilation um, um, Overdose of Heavy Psych as well as the psychedelic disaster world compilation um followed with another toronto act east african fair with i won't stare and then uh camp city here we come uh lords of london and cornflakes and ice cream of course the track kind of gets a little well less shitty every time i listen to it but i just i had to put that in i've, I've got some like three minutes to, sp- to to fill there uh followed with the sparrow um of course being fronted by john k and it's kind of cheating because that was recorded when they were in los angeles by that point but they did get their start in toronto and did some demo recording up there at any rate um and we're actually a more bluesy combo more along the lines of the band that they became when they changed their name in 1960 later in 1967 which was Steppenwolf uh the Sparrow basically seamlessly morphed into Steppenwolf and the rest is history and then Three's a Crowd was the last track you heard there anyway got about 4 minutes and change left in the show and I'm going to end with Bay Ridge Ontario's uh, well, probably the only the only band I know that came out of that town, and you can't ask for much of a better band to be known for this, is the Plastic Cloud from their only 1968 release. And we're looking at uh, Bridge Under the Sky, and that's it for me this week. Uh, next week should be part two, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Later. Later. <laughs> 